Yo, what's up? Welcome in here on a Friday, the Blitz 1170. Yeah. Hello, hello. So we're streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app. Hello, hello. My name is Jeremy Poplin. Coming to you live from downtown Tulsa, across from Guthrie Green, inside of the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studios, where we, with the uh, subtle hum with the weather, I think we have maybe a little bit of a static issue that's going on right now with the uh, with the old connection. Uh, Scott Fowler alongside and Colby Daniels. Hey, dude, is it uh, the equivalent of Hoth where you're at right now? <laughs> I don't know, but I can't feel my extremities. So, okay, you know, all right. Uh, That's the way a lot of people feel. Yeah, it is beyond unpleasant outside. By the way, props to the uh, Twitter joke that I saw earlier today that basically said, uh, tomorrow night I plan on cutting Andy Reid open and sleeping inside of him. So, a great Tauntaun joke featuring yeah, I Andy Reid. thought they Reed. smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> ah, I got far too much enjoyment out of that uh, Twitter joke from earlier. Uh, how's everyone's day been so far as we move into another weekend? Super wildcard weekend here on the Blitz 1170. Yeah, I'm, I'm just amped up for a giant weekend of NFL football and I guess like amped up to get back into the NFL world with all the college news. It kind of feels like super wildcard weekend has flown under the radar a little bit. We've got the Dallas Cowboys game for you, by the way, 2.30 right here on the Blitz 1170. Um, Scott, how's your day been, buddy? Good. Good. I'm ready for the Sunday afternoon at 3.30, so, yeah. Yeah. Are you two going to be okay? You two going to be cool with each other throughout the rest of the afternoon? Packer fan and Cowboy fan over here? I know the... I have no issues. ...history so. between between you two. Be the first time in a while that you're doing this without 12 being the uh, signal caller as you get set to take on the Cowboys, and... One that's probably pretty thankful that 12 is actually not the signal caller for the Packers this weekend, huh, Colby? I don't know. I, I, I might prefer for Aaron Rodgers to be there. So. <laughs> well, right now, today, <laughs> yes. This um, version of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm fine. I, like, I don't like the Packers, but I have many friends that are Packer fans, and, you know, if that's the, the worst thing they have going for them, then, you know, we're okay. The Packers fan base, now this is outside – of, say, Vikings and Bears, Lions fans don't really count. And if we're just being honest, Vikings fans don't count either because, I mean, is there really such a thing as a real Vikings fan? Mm. No, they are, but they're they're mostly people that live in Minnesota. Only so. Minnesota people are okay to be Vikings fans. Um, yes, that's me being extremely judgmental right now. Um, Packers and the organization seems to be one of those teams that – I know they were irritating at times. And, Colby, you said you don't like them, but do the Packers rank as one of your, like, hate-laden teams? We all have teams that we just absolutely hate. Is Green Bay in that category for you? Yes. Okay. All right. But I would, I would say this. I, I think they probably down the have list, one though. of the better fan bases in the NFL. Right. Right. They're a little so bit hard to hate. it's not about their fans. I don't think their fans are as bad as some fans. I mean, like, there's a good portion of the Dallas Cowboy fan base that I don't like even. So I totally get sometimes where the perspective is on Cowboy fans. I, I think for the most part, most Green Bay fans are are not, you know, the kind of people that, that you think of as, you know, the ignorant NFL fan. I would say the majority of people that actually go to Niners games on a regular basis are awful people. Just judging off of the <laughs> photos and the videos I've seen of them punching each other and kicking each other and getting into fights, 
Like, what are we doing here, boys? What are we? And ladies, ladies, what are we doing here? Because I've seen a ton of female fights as well. Speaking of fights, did you see that dude cold cock that cowboy fan at the Washington game? I mean, sucker punched the ever living you know what out of him right there in the seats. I think you could probably insert that from every game. It happens every week. Every yeah. week there's <laughs> every a scenario that's week. like that. But that is one that when I saw, I was like, yo, that is the definition of sucker punch for sure. Dude went down and went down in a heap <laughs> in front of everyone. I've just never been to that point where it's a football game and we don't disagree on teams. I've never felt like I've been to that point where – I, I know I could go that far <laughs> over arguing over said football game. It's not worth it, boys. It's not worth it. Um, what's the plans for the weekend for everyone? But outside of Sunday, Sunday you've crossed it off. Big plans? Um, I've, done, I've done everything in my power this week to be prepared for the weekend so that I have nothing to do. Like, I, I want to sit on my ass in the warmth of my home, and watch football nonstop all weekend long. That seems like the best idea. Seems it's like too the best cold idea. to do anything, and there are things that need to be done, but I've spent the last couple of days trying to get ahead of the to-do list. Yeah. Um, we have a family outing planned for tomorrow. <laughs> So I hope this isn't an outdoor event. Well, I mean, you have to go outdoors to get there to it. So uh, we are heading over to the uh, Tulsa Air and Space Museum for something called Mesmerica. <laughs> it's a visual music journey, which uh, mesmerizing music of Grammy-nominated composer and percussionist <laughs> James Hood, <laughs> together with virtually hypnotic 3D animated art curated from artists around the world creating an immersive experience designed to transcend time, relax, soothe, and stimulate your mind and senses. Are, are there gummies involved in this? Not there, but pre-gaming? Oh, you bet. <laughs> you bet. Or at least a at least a 5 milligram 1906 that'll go down nice and smooth tomorrow. So, yeah, that's where I'll be hanging out tomorrow at 4 o'clock in the afternoon if anyone wants to come and hang out and watch this is... I take a trip to Ayahuasca land with Aaron Rodgers over the Tulsa Air and Space Museum. <laughs> yep. And is this because because the Niners have an off week? Is that why this is happening? Uh yeah, and it was um it was it was it was booked by my wife. It it was booked and uh I there are games that I want to watch and games that I need to watch. This isn't that long by any means, so it's not like we're gonna be out until ten o'clock at night by any means. So we can fit this in, nice little hour long thing, and then get back and finish off the rest of the Dolphins and uh Chiefs game. But yeah, the full attention will be on on Sunday. Now if I had to choose, I would have picked to go to the Monday night show. Compared to say in the middle of uh, of Saturday afternoon, you know, Bucks Eagles, because who the hell wants to watch that one? Uh, but yeah, that's what I'll be doing coming up this weekend. I know you guys are extremely jealous. And judging uh, by yeah, your reaction, I'm, I guess that you are. <laughs> I'm, I'm still stunned. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a great time. It is. You should check it out. 
You should type in James Hood's Mesmerica so you can see what uh, I'll be a part of. Is this going to involve weekend. a laser light show, too? All I know is is that it is the winner for the Center of Conscious Creativity's USA 2020 Award and the winner of the DTLA Film Festival Los Angeles 2019 Award. So you take that. You eat that. You Are you taking some glow sticks? I'm going to be going all weekend while I'm <laughs> twisting and winding and wrapping glow sticks around me. This sounds an awful lot like a darkness retreat. It does. It very much does. Quote James Hood, I, wanna, I want Mesmerica to inspire you into taking a journey with me inside the mind to engage your senses and feelings with a miraculous alchemy of sound and light. So I'll be uh, in the alchemy of sound and light coming up on Saturday afternoon. We got a lot to get to this afternoon, including conversations with John Holcomb at 5 o'clock. Travel has been delayed for Oklahoma State basketball into Ames, Iowa. We've talked and mentioned a lot about what the weather is going to be like at Arrowhead. Well, guess what? Ames is even farther north than what Kansas City is, and they are in the midst of a winter blizzard as well. So travel has been postponed. They are going to reconvene at 6.30 in the morning is Oklahoma State basketball to try to complete this journey to Ames. So it will be a day of travel game for Oklahoma State as they get set to take on the Cyclones. So more on that with John in the 5 o'clock hour. Then we've got a conversation with Dusty Dvorak in the 5 o'clock hour as well. Snack at 445. We've got Bago Audio coming up this afternoon. And a ton to get to on a day in which the national nightmare of 48 hours or less than is over in the state of Alabama as they have their new head coach. It is Kalen DeBoer deciding to leave Washington and taking over as the man to follow in the footsteps of one Nick Saban. I think it's a great hire for Alabama. I don't wish that on any coach, no matter who it is, to go in there and try to follow Nick Saban. But it's a great hire, and more importantly, it's another master class put on by Jimmy Sexton. The agent to the stars, the agent to college coaches that really want to get the bag. Jimmy Sexton was able to perform at a level in which we've become accustomed to, which is, hey, Saban is my client. I'll have my hands all up in this new job. So here's what we do. Saban announces that he's retiring. I'll float you a list of candidates that also happen to be guys that I represent, which will be awesome for them. We'll get them extensions. We'll get them paid. We will tell the athletic director behind the scenes, hey, you can go to the team and tell them we're going to make a hire in 72 hours, which is what their AD did. While behind the scenes, knowing that you're going to get raises for Mike Norvell, you're going to get raises for basically every other guy like Dan Lanning that applied for the job, get them paid. Meanwhile, behind the scenes, Caleb DeBoer was going to be the guy. You can get him paid and then tell everyone at the press conference, oh, no, 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 this was Alabama's first choice the entire time through. It is just absolutely perfect for Jimmy Sexton. We should all bow at the feet of one of the greatest agents and greatest money getters, gatherers that I've ever seen that has been a part of the sports landscape. That's pretty much how it went down today with Kalen DeBoer, Jimmy Sexton, and Alabama. But I do like the hire. I like the hire a lot, and this is a guy that has done nothing but win everywhere he's been, right? I mean, 
He's he's just a winner, and I mean, he couldn't be more opposite personality-wise of of what Nick Saban was, right? So you're getting, I mean, the complete opposite type of guy, but much like Saban, he just wins. And yeah, I, I would imagine that there's going to be a lot of excited Alabama fans that this is ultimately the guy. And, you know, I think in terms of having somebody to, to be able to come in and recruit that roster immediately and bring back a lot of the players that, that might be thinking about leaving, I mean, Kalen DeBoer is probably the type of personality that, that you would imagine is going to have the most success at, at being able to, to do that. But I've already heard and seen some blowback on this, and I think we'll get to a point where most of them will be okay with it. Uh, but you already have heard the the same typical things coming out of some from that region. Well, wait a minute. He he ain't from the South. Wait a minute. He he hasn't really cut his teeth down here. That's a Midwestern guy. What's he going to do in the SEC? Can he recruit? Listen, he's going to be just fine. Nick Saban was from West Virginia, for crying out loud, right? Like I know that he spent time at LSU and won a championship there, but – Man, if you're going to pigeonhole yourself into people that are just from the specific region of the country, then you're going to miss out on some really quality coaches, and you would miss out on Kalen DeBoer, who's done nothing, as you said, but win at every single level, no matter where that he's been ba- been at. And they will love and fall in love with the stories about all the blue-collar antics of Kalen DeBoer, such as when he was coaching the NAIA, having to make sandwiches for his players, you know, uh, fill up the coolers with water, all of those stories like that. They will, they will love those stories when they start to become aware of them. Um, they're just still on the – they're nursing at the teat of Nick Saban right now still and haven't come around to the idea of having someone that's non-Southern to be their head coach. I might argue that the people that are upset about that we're probably going to be upset about something no matter who the hire was, right? There's a faction like, of society that is that way. Because this is the reality. You're not replacing Nick Saban. I mean, Kalen DeBoer might win a couple of championships at Alabama. If he doesn't win six, you're going to, you know, there's going to be people that say, well, he didn't do as, as well as Saban did. Like, no matter who the hire is, it's not going to be Nick Saban. So there's going to be people that complain no matter what. I think all things considered, this is a good hire for them. Yes. 104 and 12. 104 and 12. Two years and had Washington in the national championship game. Washington. Washington. What were they, 4 and 8 the year before we got there? They they were. They were 4 and 8. And that's an incredibly tough schedule that Alabama has in 2024. And who knows what the roster is going to look like at any point in time. But right now, man, just be happy that in a time frame of less than 48, you got a coach that was just in the national championship game that has won everywhere, and you did your best to do it in a time frame that at least helps save the roster in the 2024 edition of college football more than ever before. I know that there was a lot of the fan base that wanted Lanning or Sarkeesian. I, I almost wonder... If not that those guys wouldn't have been great hires, but is it easier to maybe move past the Saban era by bringing in a complete outsider? It should be, yes. It should be. Because even if it is Sark, I mean, there's still that tie, correct? Yeah, and that, and it just feels like that shadow would be much bigger 
if you're bringing in a disciple or you know somebody that has that tie with them i don't know I just just a thought that crossed my mind indeed and now i already see people photoshopping bear bryant's hat on kalen DeBoer's head and calling him DeBear. so kalen DeBear is the new head coach there in alabama all right like i said we got a lot to get to we want to hear from you on the neuropathy treatment clinic of oklahoma text line 918-262-5072 um, one question i have on the day is i want everyone here and if you have an example of this as well from your time as being a fan of anything what's the coldest that you've ever been considering that we have quote life-threatening weather conditions in kansas city coming up this weekend and in buffalo what's the coldest moment that you can remember being in as a fan and when you look back on it are you an absolute psychopath for putting yourself through that just to cheer on your team 918-262-5072 that's the neuropathy treatment clinic of oklahoma text line we'll take a time out we'll come back here on the blitz 1170 as we are streaming live on the blitz 1170 app